Dear girl child, December is finally here. I've been looking forward to December to be honest because I wanted to see what the 31st of December at 11:59 will look like. I don't know if it'll say January 2021 the 1st or 32nd December 2020.2. But if we think about it, I know this year has been a shambles and we've been on the ropes for majority of it, but it's kind of worked out for the good. Ideally we'd have been so busy with our plans and we wouldn't have had time to pause and reflect on a couple of our life choices. We wouldn't have had the states if it wasn't for the pandemic. And your company has been so heartwarming. So I guess this kind of puts a smile on my face. And it gives me strength to keep talking to you. Speaking of which, I have a question for you. Have you ever been in a situation where you are expressing yourself to a guy and he kind of ghosts you all of a sudden? By expression I mean you tell him things like you like him and then he ghosts you or you tell him your expectations of him and then he ghosts you or better yet the common one he tells you he likes you he talks to you for a while flirting here and there those late night calls and then whoosh he's gone without a doubt that has happened to me a lot but also i have done this to some people i'm not going to lie that thing hurts for sure also i realize it might be called ghosting because you scare people away imagine you've summoned up all the courage to confess its feelings to someone and then they just go missing like that imagine you having to let down your 20 foot walls that you've built over the years just for someone and then they leave it feels like an injustice doesn't it like how could he do that i was living a perfectly fine life without these emotions then you show up you invict them and then you leave slowly slowly i hear you say things like men are trash or better yet love is the ghetto and so on right today um we want to find out why these people do what they do okay so let's retrace a bit let's try and figure out what could have gone wrong and where first let's create a scenario we have a man let's call him boy and of course we have you girl so let's say you summon up enough courage to confess your feelings toward boy to which he responds i like you too so far so good right a few months down the line let's say 3 months down the line you crave for more the commitment the titles the public acknowledgement of your existence in the boy's life i mean who would blame you to be honest i mean there's been consistency in conversation in the morning you wake up you get a text during the day you get a text as well in the evening he's there to listen to how your day was these things they brew themselves no one would blame you for asking for more the next step right so far so good but then there is no evidence of the next step happening anytime soon so frustration sets in this is where our problems begin frustration brings in recklessness logic flies out the window 
emotions start playing out. That's where we start saying things we shouldn't say. And we start doing things we shouldn't do. Remember, you're the first one who made the move, right? You told him you liked him. As a fast card that's always played. Then you'll hear phrases like, You're the guy, you should be pursuing me. You're the guy, you should ask me out the proper way. You're the guy, you shouldn't do this, you should do that. Note that there has been a tone change in structure of communication. From the first three months of talking to each other, your tone must have been warm, subtle, respectful, nurturing, and even loving. But now, the tone changes to passive-aggressive, rude, cold, disrespectful, and most of all, demeaning. Now, of course, listening to me, if your first reaction or response is but, I need you to listen in a bit closer. I've said this before in one of our dates. But is the first step in building a counter-argument against anyone who is speaking to you. You might want to back your opinion or action before getting to understand the other person. But then again, we don't do that here, right? As I was saying, that change of tone makes the decision for the boy to stay or leave even easier. Let's let's try and understand this together. Have you noticed how in such a situation where you're interacting with a guy, expecting him to be What's the word they use? Consistent. Expecting him to be consistent. He rarely says anything. He shuts himself out and just agrees in passing with what you say. And that annoys you even more. Because you want answers, right? You want action. You want a way forward. But we forget that in this pursuit of our own individual desire, i.e. having a relationship or having the proof that there is going to be a relationship with this person or having our way, we hurt them with our words and our actions, all in the name of wanting clarity. You know, the truth is, as a guy, most things I've learned till date have been by observation and also by being hurt. I learned to do the opposite of what the person I was with did to me to avoid getting hurt. For example, I can't shout to save my life. My my voice does not allow me to shout. So if this person raises their voice at me, then I wouldn't raise my voice at them because I don't want to get hurt by raising my voice at them thus invicting them to raise their voice at me. The truth is, as guys, we do get hurt on a daily basis. By the words that people say, by the stereotypes that we have to carry, by comparison of men who do lavish things for their significant others without having knowing their story behind what he does, 
and even by appearance. As much as we don't admit it, we never have outlets for what we go through and what we are told. The circles about how men need to be to stick together and to be with each other, I don't believe that those things work because you can't put a group of people together who don't know the solution and ask them to figure out the solution. So, as a guy, or as guys, we become more frequent to bottling up what we go through. We've learned to create our own false sense of security in our silence. Quick question. When was the last time in a conversation with a guy you liked, did you sit down and ask, how are you honestly? Am I putting too much pressure on you? How can I be present to you? You know, basically trying to be a human being to this person instead of being a prize that simply wants to be won. Now don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with being a prize. After all, you are worth the wait. However, there's a catch though. This all depends with the person you like or you are with because some people might genuinely be going through something while others may have formed a pattern of such behavior, i.e. ghosting. Here's where wisdom comes to play. Today there is no story time, but there are a couple of lessons I have picked up along the way. How we say what we say is really important. You could be right in all that you say, but how you communicate your emotions determines whether someone will listen to you or if someone will just hear you out. Now, I don't know about you, but we all have that one friend who brags about having the sharpest tongue or the most foul mouth when they're annoyed. I have to say, that's not something to be proud about. Unfortunately, dear girl child, you have taken having a sharp tongue as a personality trait, or better yet, a form of defense. We've heard so many guys with our words, and we don't even seem to recall saying these words. We hurt them, yet we expect them to come up and love us unconditionally. We hurt them, but yet we expect them to treat us with respect and honor. We hurt them, but we expect them to cover us when we're in trouble. We hurt them, but yet we expect them to be present for us. Of course, this doesn't cover for everyone because we all make choices and all of them have consequences. However, I do live by doing unto others what I'd want them to do unto me. An expression of emotion is a key part of it. You don't need to have a sharp tongue or a foul mouth to be fully understood or to show your levels of aggression. Actually, I almost forgot. <laughs> and then there are people who say, I know how to control my tongue. In certain situations, I need to say what I'll say and I'll be blunt about it. Let me just tell you, there's no such thing. You're just reserving your comments for later or being quite reckless with your words in the aspect of being blunt. You don't need it. 
because at the end of the day, this sharp tongue might one day just cut you. Actually, come to think about it, I do have a story. When I was 19, um, at the time, testosterone was just everywhere. And I really wanted to be in a relationship with someone because relationships were cool then. And it was interesting. It was your, you have a girlfriend. That's the epitome of teenagehood or a boyfriend. And I remember I was talking to this girl and I had talked to her just after she had um, she had come back into the country from a different country and um, I offered to be her chauffeur quote unquote and I remember talking to her for an extensive period of like six months and and I knew I knew ah, this is a, this is a sealed deal you know and I remember I was talking to her and then one day she just went missing and then she came back like three weeks later and she acted like nothing had happened and I was a bit confused so I asked her so where where, what's happening why where all those questions and then she asked me why do you want to know you're not my father I felt that (laughs) I felt that but it's the truth I wasn't her father so I didn't have any right to ask her where she had been or why she left and it kind of pinged me you know to be honest like she was kind of rude a couple of statements after that and I was just like what did I do like why but then you know it was it was part of the lessons that I've learned over the years as I've said it did hurt me because they it, it, it kind of made me reserved about asking questions even when I needed to because of course you do have a right to ask because you've invested time in this person but yeah so <laughs> be kind be wise be happy in the end of the day you hold the power to what you feel and no one can take that away from you and at the right time all your dreams will come true So keep trying. And check up on the man. We need each other. Other than that, it's 23 days to Christmas. 23, 22, 21. One of the three. Can't wait for Christmas. Also, we did a poll on our social media. If you'd want to hear some of the mean comments that we get for our dates so if you listen to this till the end please leave a thumbs up if you want to hear an episode about mean comments or a thumbs down if you don't want to other than that have a great weekend